is decoding the crime verse. Welcome to Decoding the Crime Verse. I am Danny, and again, like I explained last week, if you don't know what I'm explaining, that's because you didn't listen last week, and that's your own problem, so go listen. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> but Nolene is unfortunately not here this week, but I have a replacement, it's an me. international replacement. This will be her fourth show. She's I know. It's a lot now. Look at you. So mm. you're literally getting deep into the roots of this the foundation nice 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 <laughs> yeah so this is az she's from australia yes i am all the way across the sea she flew in specifically for us so absolutely say, say thank you just for this i'm flying out tomorrow sorry yeah unfortunately i know uh but today we are doing ted bundy dun, dun, dun. i don't know how we got into this many shows of this and not done it yeah i don't understand i don't understand because our hundredth episode is coming up I think in two weeks' time. I don't know how we got 100 episodes in our And not Ted done Ted Bundy. Wow. Well, Nolene and I had always agreed that it was, if, if we ever were, well, we were at a loss for topics. It was our backup topic. Oh, okay. Which I, I was at a loss for topics. So, so it's a backup topic. I had but to use yeah. our backup and I don't have a backup. Yep. So I'm going to need to find another backup. But okay. extremely wicked, shockingly evil and vile. Those are the words used to describe Ted Bundy. Today we're going to see yes. if they're true. They are already true. By the end of this episode, we will have to deduce if that is an accurate description of mm. Mr. Ted. Mm. Ted sounds like such an average name for to be a serial killer. Sounds like a teddy bear, but he was certainly not one. I was thinking the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's Theodore. Not. I think Ted is short for Theodore. I think so. Who names their child Theodore? I'm just saying. Sir, Sir Theodore the Third. <laughs> Shout out to anyone who really knows where that's from. Anyway, continue. I don't. Where's it from? No, I can't say. I'll tell you after. Because people have to find out for themselves. Oh, okay. So, during the spring of summer. Spring the, of ah, summer. The spring of summer. Uh, that makes sense. The spring and summer. Mm -hmm. Wrong. Wrong wording. Yeah. <laughs> of 1974. Police in the specific. Bro, are you okay? Do you, do you need me to help you? Guys, it's been a very long week. The mm. Pacific Northwest yep. were in panic. Young women at colleges across Washington and Oregon were disappearing at an alarming rate. And law enforcement had few leads as to who was behind it. In just six months, six women had been abducted. Panic in the area reached a fever when Janice Ann Ott and Denise Mary Nusland mm -hmm. disappeared in broad daylight from a crowded beach. How does that happen? How? I don't know. Like, how do you not hear someone screaming? Although I've heard if you're in trouble, don't scream, help, scream fire, because then people will actually come help you. Oh, really? Yeah. So, lesson for oh, everybody. Okay. But the boldest of the abductions also yielded the first real break in the case. On the day that Ott and Nusland vanished, several other women remembered being approached by a man who had tried and failed to lure them to his car. They told the authorities about an attractive young man. Mm -hmm. Why do the attractive ones have to be the serial killers? I we don't agree. Know. 
Mm. With his arm in a sling, his vehicle was a brown Volkswagen Beetle and his name was Ted. I don't understand if we are going to try kidnap someone, mm -hmm. why are you telling them your real name? Why I not agree. be like, I am Jack. Well, okay, if you were, just pretend you're like a serial killer and you're trying to lure someone. What, I'm not what, using what, my name. But what name would you use? I'm, I'm going to use Felicia. I don't know why. That just came to my head. But what would you use? Rachel. Rachel. I don't know why. Rachel seems like a schemer. Sorry to all the Rachels out there, but Rachel. This is a very random fact. But So if you don't know, AZ is my cousin. Yes. You know what my mother was going to name me instead of Danielle? Rachel. No. Catherine. Kath uh, no, no. I don't like it. You're not a Catherine. I'm not a Kate. Uh, no. You're Danielle, bro. Mm -mm. <laughs> so, after releasing this description to the public, the police were contacted by four people who identified the same Seattle resident, Ted Bundy. Yes. These four people included Ted Bundy's ex-girlfriend, a close friend of his, one of his co-workers, and a psychology professor who had taught Bundy. Imagine wow, okay. is stitching on you. But the mm. police were swarming with tips and they dismissed the Ted Bundy tip really as a suspect thinking yeah. it was unlikely as he was a clean-cut law student with no adult criminal record right anybody can he didn't fit the promo profile okay I agree profiles can help who do they profile the unsub <laughs> <laughs> criminal minds I love that <laughs> I agree that you can profile but I do also agree that sometimes you can't 100% stick no, to it. Because like here, no. yeah, he didn't fit the profile, so they dismissed him. I know, which is silly. Which you is can't, stupid. Because yeah. at the end of the day, you profiling is kind of making guesses on assumptions. It is, it is, yeah. So you could be guessing very wrong. Yeah, and it's probably, it's like based on like past things. And even which, even in yeah. even in the series Criminal Minds, they often like, they give a profile and then later on they, and then they like, start oh, changing yeah. the profile a little yeah. bit as they find out you more. You have to be flexible about exactly. this. Mm. These types of judgments benefited Ted Bundy many times throughout his murderous career as one of history's most infamous serial killers, which saw him take at least 30 victims across seven wow. states in 1970s. Wow. Ted Bundy was born in Vermont, across the country from the Pacific... Did I say Pacific or specific? Pacific. Okay, I was just checking. Pacific Northwest communities, which he would terrorize. His mother was Elena Louise Cowell, and his father was unknown. His grandparents were ashamed of their daughter's pregnancy as it was out of wedlock. And mm. so they raised him as their own child. And for nearly all of his childhood, he believed his mother was his sister. <gasps> That's weird, man. His grandfather would regularly beat both Ted and his mother, causing her to run away with her son to live with cousins when Bundy was just five years old. Mm -hmm. There, Eleanor met and married hospital cook Johnny Bundy, who formerly adopted young Ted Bundy and gave him his last name. Mm -hmm. Ted Bundy apparently, though, didn't have the greatest relationship with Mr. Johnny. Yep. Ted Bundy graduated from high school in 1965, then enrolled in a nearby university of pungent sound. Bro, that sounds so made up. Right? <laughs> Sorry for anyone who goes there. Yeah. He spent just one year there before transferring to the University of Washington to study Chinese. That... What? So that is random very, yeah. if you ask me. Yeah. He dropped out briefly in 1968, but quickly re-enrolled as a psychology major. During his time out of school, he visited the East Coast, where he likely first learned that he, the woman he believed to be his sister was actually his 
mother. Yep. Then back when he came back to the university, mm-hmm. Bundy started dating Elizabeth Klupfer. 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 A divorcee from Utah who worked as a security at the School of Medicine on campus. Later, Mm -hmm. Klupfer was actually one of the first to report Bundy to the police, being like, it's him. Yes. In 1973, Bundy was accepted to the University of Pungent Sound Law School. But after a few months, he stopped attending classes. So, Mans didn't know what he wanted to do with his life. Not going between everything. Then, Mm -hmm. in January of 1974, the disappearances began. Ten Buddy's first known attack was not an actual murder, but instead an assault on 18-year-old Karen Sparks, a student and dancer at the University of Washington. Bundy broke into her apartment and bludgeoned her unconscious with a metal rod from her bed frame before sexually assaulting her with the, the rod. His assault left her in a 10-day coma and permanent disabilities. Wow, that's bad. Ted Bundy's next victim and his first confirmed murder was Linda A. Ann Haley. Healy. I think it's no Healy. Idea. Yeah. Another University of Washington student. Mm-hmm. A month after his assault on Karen Sparks, Bundy broke into Helene's apartment. Helene Healy's. What was I say? <laughs> Healy's <laughs> apartment in the early morning, knocked her unconscious, then clothed her body and carried her out to his car. She was never seen again, but part of her skull was discovered years later at one of the locations where Bundy dumped his bodies. Mm-hmm. Afterward, Bundy continued targeting female students in the area. He developed a technique, approaching women while wearing a cast or appearing otherwise disabled and asking them to help him put something in his car. So you can't even be nice people anymore because no. next thing the, the person you're being nice to is going to be a serial killer and then what? Yeah, I agree. Then you're dead. No, that you're dead. Yeah. He would then bludgeon them unconscious before binding, raping and killing them, dumping their bodies in a remote location in the woods. Mm-hmm. Bundy would often revisit the sites to have sex with the decaying corpses. Oh, yuck, man. So Jeffrey Dahmer all over again. Yeah, that's disgusting. In some cases, Bundy would decapitate his victims and keep their skulls in his apartment. Bro, that's so weird. And I'm going to read a quote of his, and it's very disturbing. Yes. Okay. The ultimate possession, possession was, in fact, the taking of the life, and then the physical possession of the remains. Murder is not just a crime of lust or violence. It becomes possession. They are part of you. The victim becomes a part of you, and you two are forever one, and the grounds where you killed them or leave them become sacred to you and will always be drawn back to them. Nah, bro. If you are not having some demonic spirit inside of you, I don't understand how you can actually physically do that. I don't understand. Uh, So he believed that the person he killed then went in him, like... Ah, that's weird. weird. Over the next five months, Bundy abducted and murdered five female college students in the Pacific Northwest. Donna Gale Manson, Susan Elaine Rancourt, Roberta Kathleen Parks, Brenda Carol Ball and Georgian Hawkins. Mm -hmm. Responding to his rash, this rash of disappearances, police called in a major investigation and enlisted a number of different government agencies to help look for the missing girls. One of these agencies was Washington State Department of Emergency Services, where Bundy worked. Ah, uh, of course. They always, they yep. always inject themselves into yep. investigations. There, Bundy met Carol Ann Boone, a twice-divorced mother of two whom he would date on and off for years as the murders continued. Yep. This was also so sick. You just killed someone, and you went home, 
and now you're with your girlfriend. I know, yeah. acting like nothing happened. Yeah, That's like so weird. Weird. Look, what's for dinner? Oh, chicken, let's go. When you just killed <sighs> Susan down the road. Exactly. As the manhunt for the abductor continued, more witnesses produced descriptions that matched Ted Bundy and his car. Just as some of his victims' bodies were being discovered in the woods, Bundy was accepted into law school at Utah and moved to Salt Lake City. Mm -hmm. While living there, he continued to rape and murder young women, including a hitchhiker in Idaho and four teenage girls in Utah. Klupfer was aware that Bundy had relocated to the area and on learning of the Utah murder, she called yeah. the police a second time to reaffirm her suspicion yeah. that Bundy was behind Bro, the killings. This woman, is smart. this woman knew what she was doing. Mm -hmm. I don't know why I didn't listen to her, but anyway. There was now a mounting pile of evidence po pointing toward Ted Bundy and when Washington investigators compiled their data, Bundy's name appeared at the top of their suspect list. Mm -hmm. Unaware of law enforcement's growing interest in him, Bundy continued killing... Journeying, journeying to Colorado from his home in Utah to murder more young women there. See, he also is quite difficult if he's moving around. Yeah. So it's not like it's all in Washington. Yeah, so it's not like all one mm. police station. Or, yeah. yeah. Finally, in August 1975, Bundy was pulled over while driving through Salt Lake City suburb and police discovered masks, handcuffs and blunt objects in his car. While there was not enough to arrest him, the police officer, realizing that Bundy was also a suspect, put him under surveillance. Yeah. The officers then found his beetle, which he had since sold, where they discovered hair matching three of the victims. With this evidence, they put him in a lineup where he was identified by one of the women who he had attempted to abduct. Yeah. He was convicted of kidnapping and assault and sent to prison while p police attempted to build a murder case against him. But the arrest didn't stop Ted Bundy from killing. He was soon able to, for the first of two times in his life, escape. From yes. custody. Yes. I didn't know this. Obviously, mm. Ted Bundy is a very famous case, but I actually didn't know he no, escaped. No, I remember now that he did escape. Yeah. yeah. So in 1977, he escaped from the law library at the courthouse because he was serving as his own lawyer. He was allowed time in the library during his break Bruh. to kind of put research together on laws that were against him. But he then took this opportunity and he was unshackled. So he was like, walked yeah, out the front door. Are oh, you goodness. dumb? Why? We, why are the handcuffs not on his wrists? Or at least, like, why isn't there, like, a security guard, like, <laughs> watching so him? stupid. He jumped from the library's second floor window and hit the ground running, disappearing into the trees before the guard returned to check on him. He planned to make his way toward Aspen Mountain, and he broke into a cabin and later a trailer for supplies. But yeah. resources were scarce, and he wasn't long before he scrapped his plan and vanished into the wilderness. Back in Aspen, he stole a car, thinking to put some distance between himself and the jail cell he was fleeing. Mm -hmm. But the reckless speed at which he left Aspen made him conspicuous, and police officers spotted him and recaptured him after six days of being on the run. Bundy's next escape took place six months later from the actual jail cell. Yep. After carefully studying a map of the prison, where did he get a map of the prison is also my question. I agree. Why are they just lying around? And Bundy realized that his cell was directly beneath the living quarters of the prison's chief jailer. The two rooms were separated only by a crawl space. Bundy traded with another inmate to get a small hacksaw. And while his cellmates were exercising or showering, he worked away at the ceiling, scraping away layer upon layer of plaster. The okay. crawl space he, was, he had made was very small that he actually began cutting down on meals to lose weight. <gasps> Whoa. 
He also planned ahead. Unlike last time when he escaped, he had failed because he didn't have resources. Mm -hmm. And he had stowed away a small pile of money smuggled to him by Carol and Boone, the woman he would later marry in prison. Why, man? Why? Like, if, my, if, if I'm dating someone and he went to prison. Bye-bye. <laughs> When he was ready, Bundy finished the hole and crawled up into the chief jailer's room. Finding it unoccupied, he swapped his prison jumpsuit for a man's civilian clothes and strolled out the front As door. As if, man. That is crazy. This time he didn't dawdle. He stole a car immediately and got out of town making his way to Florida. It had been Bundy's intention to keep a low profile, but Florida life was presenting unexpected challenges. Unable to produce identification, he couldn't get a job. So oh. he had to go back to stealing money. And the compulsion towards violence was simply too strong because on January yeah. 15, 1978, two weeks after his escape, Bundy broke into Chi Omega Society House in Florida State University mm -hmm. campus within the span of just 15 minutes, he sexually assaulted and killed pa Margaret Bowman and Lisa Levy. Two. Bludgeoning them with a firewood and strangling them with stockings. He then assaulted Kathy Kleiner and Kathy Sha Chandler, who both suffered horrific injuries, including broken jaws and missing teeth. Four people. 15 minutes. Mm. He then broke into the apartment of Cheryl Thomas, who lived several blocks away, and beat her so badly she lost her hearing permanently. <gasps> Still Whoa. on the run on the February the 8th, Bundy abducted a 12-year-old Kimberly Dane Leach from her middle school and murdered her, concealing her body on a pig farm. And then once again, his reckless driving caught the attention of the police. Mm. When they realized that his plates belonged to a stolen car, they pulled him over and found the IDs of the three dead women in the vehicle, linking him to the crimes, and he was arrested. Bro, this man needs to learn how to drive properly. No, honestly. Throughout his trial, Ted Bundy sabotaged himself by ignoring the advice of his lawyers and taking charge of his own defense. Yep. He unnerved even those assigned to work for him. Bundy was ultimately convicted and placed on death row at Florida's Rayford Prison, where he suffered abuse from other prisoners and conceived a child with Carol. How so that you happens. know mm. that man is Mr. Evil and you are still yeah, having still children with him. While he's in prison. Too. While he's in prison. Mm. Bundy was finally executed by electric chair on January 24th, 1989. Hundreds of people gathered outside the courthouse to celebrate his death. Well, Though he confessed to many murders before his death, the true number of victims remain unknown. Bundy denied certain killings despite physical evidence tying yep. him to the crimes and alluded to others that were never substantiated. Ultimately, all of this has led authorities suspect, to suspect that Bundy killed anywhere from 30 to 40 women, making him one of the most infamous and terrifying serial killers in American history. Wow, and Perhaps man. the very definition of evil. He was evil. I'm sorry. That's like, a lot of people. <laughs> it's a lot of people, but like, even like, that, that whole thing of in 15 minutes, you've killed two people and attacked two and then and went and more. attacked another yeah. one. And then a few days later, you're, you're kidnapping a 12-year-old. I don't understand, man. Like, I, I, I don't understand. Also, how did he get away with, like, those four people in 15 minutes and no one heard anything? Maybe they were the only people in the... Mm. I know, but that's crazy. It's just like... Honestly, if they had taken the tip the first time, imagine how many lives would have been saved. Yes. Like, yes. It's, and this is often on the show, we find like flaws in the police system. Like, 
with the Barbie and Ken killer, how they left the DNA sample on the, mm. the shelf for like three months. And if they tested it just straight away, then like a whole bunch of people's lives would have been saved. Yeah. It's the same thing here. If they take just be like, okay, this woman, maybe yeah, like actually investigate. Yeah. A lot of people could have been saved. I don't even know how many killed. I feel 40 might be understatement. I feel like. Yeah, I think so too. I mean, to have that rage where you can kill four people in one, not even an hour. I know. It's a different type of. of, It's a different type of evil. evil. Yeah. And I don't think there's any. And I do think that description is accurate because it was shockingly evil. And. Yeah. I I, I honestly, as a, a. a person, I don't understand what can go through your brain to yeah, think to make that you wanna, right. Yeah, yeah. To make you want to kill someone. Like, what? what is... And I, I feel like he must have... Because obviously these things stem from his past. Do you think it had, had something to do with his sister being his mother? It could be. And he was beaten. A lot of the times we see these serial killers were beaten as children. Yeah, so maybe it's like taking his anger out, but that's a lot of anger, man. Yeah, I just... I feel like he just... The wife it, it, in his head. I'd be interested to find out if like the victims look like his mother. Let me Google. Because then I feel like oh, I can not that it makes sense because it doesn't make sense. But I will figure, yeah. will figure this out. Also his mother must have been very young then. If they could convince him that um she was his sister. But you know, sometimes age? people have kids late and later in life. That is true. So it yeah. could have been a case where like they had her at 20 and then him at 40. Yeah. Type of vibe. Yeah. But still, it is a big stretch to... I know, it's a bit much, I think. So, I've got the pictures here. Yeah, wow, this they look the like mom. so similar. You can Google, um, who are you listening? Yeah. They do look similar. And I think he's just taking out his rage on his mum because he feels so betrayed that... She's actually his mother, not his sister. But, but oh, again, that's a lot a bit of people. Weird. It is weird too. Yeah, but here's my thing. Like, I don't know. I don't understand how you can just one day completely snap and be like, I'm going to kill I know, half the yeah. population in Washington. It's just insane. It's insane. So he definitely is one of the most notorious and Absolutely. evil serial killers out there. I yeah. think... I know Netflix did that Zac Efron... Oh, yes. Um, documentary. Yeah. Mm. I don't know how the lady stayed with him and still had a child with him. Yeah, that's the thing. After I'm like, he has been convicted of murdering all these people. I know, and you still want to marry him while he's what in he prison. Look like? I actually don't even know what Ted... In my head, because I'm so... You, because of the Zac Efron thing, when I pictured Ted Bundy... Oh, that's pictured, what you picked out, no. I picked Zac Efron. Uh, oh. That's not what I was expecting. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Mr. Sir, we don't appreciate it. Nope. Not at all. But, yeah, now my backup topic has been used. I've got to find it. Yeah, backup. sorry. <laughs> it's not a problem. But thank you for joining us, AZ. Absolutely. It was and very fun. for all of you listeners, we will see you next time. We, we, we're about to take it back, back, back. This is this Radio is On Radio Demand. Demand. What you want, you when want, you want it. Want it's Active FM.
Active FM, Radio on Demand, the Netflix of Radio. Radio has never been better.